Welcome back to another episode of Ends With Z. I'm Juan Fernandez, along with Cecile Munoz and executive producer Sean Moe. The three of us back at the table this week to continue our discussion on the hustle culture and how it's simply grinding us down, right? And another week and we're still grinding. I feel mm -hmm. tired already. And it's Friday, right? I know, mm -hmm. I know. And isn't it interesting that we're exhausted by Friday and then we have to muscle up a bunch of energy to try and have some fun yeah. on the weekends? Right. Remember that song, <laughs> Everybody's Working for the Weekend? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Loverboy. One yes, of my favorite bands. Red, red leather That's outfit. Right. Are you, you know, kidding at me? At work, we, we do, do the countdown. On Monday, we say, you know, okay, it's our Monday touch-up when it comes to our makeup touch-up. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, then it's the Tuesday touch-up. Then it's hump day. Then it's... Um, Friday Eve when we're uh -huh. on Thursday and Friday finally we make it to um, Friday Eve and as excited as we are to make it to um, to Friday to Friday mm -hmm. as we say <laughs> immediately our mind goes okay we have 48 hours now before we have to come back <laughs> for the Monday touch up oh my god that's you know what so I mean? sad right. it's, it's immediate it's, everything becomes so you know all our moments and minutes we just you know, we're timing it out. Well, while we, we're we are timing while it we're out, talking yeah. about time, um, Cecile, oh, no. what did you do with <laughs> oh, the number no. last week? Oh, no. You said five minutes. You were going to take five, five take minutes five a day. Minutes. To well, do nothing. You threw down or, the gauntlet, Sean. Oh, yeah. I, I did. Through, said, I did do that. that. I did. Well, I did not watch a soap opera. No Young and the Restless. No, yeah. I don't Damn. even know what channel that's on. I don't CBS. even. CBS. How about cooking? I mean, you love cooking. Does that does that qualify for your you know taking five? Not. Not really, because okay. I it's what something. I I do I do it all the time. Well, I yeah. did try I did try and watch a movie on Netflix, and did you get distracted? No. Well, I said I'm going to watch a mindless movie. Mm -hmm. It was a it was a movie set in Tuscany. We knew because we were on the right, theme right. of of that, mm -hmm. and and I knew it was going to be a a silly chick flick. And I thought, okay, I can I can I can do this. I got through the credits, and then the minute they started talking, I thought, "This is so ridiculous. I, I'm not gonna. I couldn't do it. I, wow. I couldn't do it." And then I spent another ten minutes. Maybe this qualifies. I spent another <laughs> ten minutes looking through all the things that are available on Netflix to right. watch. Oh my God! Yeah, I'm sure you can get lost in that. Yeah, for but sure. there's a whole section of really racy stuff. Yeah, oh, really? maybe I was in the wrong. Maybe <laughs> maybe that's a maybe that's a section for a different a different podcast. But no, Sean. Sadly, I, I it was probably about three minutes. But I promise I will wait. Wait a minute. When are the soap operas on? Is it in the middle of the day? I can't. Well, watch you can that. watch them on demand. I'll show you how to do it. There's a million ways to do it. Right, I know. Yeah. I know. Okay. Or I promise. Maybe we'll get you on the cooking channel or Food Network and watch one of those shows. That's true. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe I can do that. But. Um, I did, I was mindful about it. I did attempt to do something. I chose not to do the things that I would have normally done when I come mm -hmm. home after my dance lessons. Mm -hmm. And I just laid in bed and I, I guess I channel surfed for lack of a better term. That might, that might well, I guess count that as, as <laughs> it's, an, it's a feeble attempt. You it's an it every day anemic, oh minutes. my God. Well, think about it. One day has 1,440 minutes, right? Wow. That's a lot of time. Um, you just need to take five, right, to still your mind and reflect. Mm -hmm. I think what you did was was a start. Thinking about yeah. it alone is a start. And, and when you do do it, science proves that, you guys, that mm. um, it helps with your, your heartbeat, with your respiration. That calms down. Mm -hmm. Your muscles loosen. I know you dance a lot, so that's mm -hmm. great. Uh, you, you sleep a lot better. Also, better immunity, apparently. And your blood pressure is... 
a lot lower. So wow, isn't that um, well? Then I have to, to look yeah, forward to? yeah. I have to stick to it because when I do come back from dance class, I'm uh, in my lessons. I'm really energized mm. and I'm ready. To, I usually do some more work. Um, I I have a terrible time sleeping. I've been like that all my life. Yeah. I don't need a lot of sleep. So I think, and then you know, I have an autoimmune disease actually too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's. Yeah. I'm well, going to try. I'm going to I'm going to But we talked it about it. You're afraid of getting uh, behind the next day, mm-hmm. so you want to kind of catch up a little bit. It, it's hard. It's 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 if it's hard for you, it's hard for our listeners. It's hard for everybody. And you know, self-care is so important now. Yeah. I keep hearing mm-hmm. it over and over again. Companies talk about it. Um, therapists talk about mm-hmm. it. For your mental health, it's so important just to take time for yourself and it sounds so selfish, right? right. Self-care. I need a moment for myself. But it's important. I've learned to play video games um, within the last couple of years, wow. um, and I really enjoy it. Instead of turning on the TV and stressing myself out with mm-hmm. the, because the we news do have day, emotional response to that, yeah. I'll play a couple of games. Each mm-hmm. game takes about ten minutes, and then I'll jump in the shower, get ready, and I feel that that's my you know my five minutes. So where does this come from? We this is something that we want to mm. dive into. Is why is it so hard for us to do that? Why do we? Because clearly we're not alone in this. Right. We right. as a as a country are having an awakening for this. Mm-hmm. But as a as a nation as a planet as a whole, we're all having this awakening. Yeah. But our country, we are really in the in especially in the work that we do at U.S. Executive mm-hmm. Search. It is really at the forefront of every company, every industry. How do we recruit people? How do we how do we keep people? Because mm-hmm. people are just burnt out. There was a study by Deloitte, uh, one of the uh, world's leading accounting firms, accounting and consulting firms, that uh, shared that seventy seven percent of the workforce has experienced burnt out yeah. at some point, yeah. and forty two percent of those just it led them to quit. Almost fifty percent mm. people just said, "I'm done. I'm burnt out." So where does it come from, Sean? Where do you think this? mental pressure this only way of being comes from i think for a lot of us it's just a part of our dna as americans mm-hmm. um one if you're an, a minority or an mm-hmm. immigrant it's in you your feel DNA like you have to work harder that right? way as well mm-hmm. yes um because you're socialized to believe your value is in your productivity and what you can bring to the world mm-hmm. So I think that has a lot to do with why people, or some people, um, work as hard as they do because they see their value as a contributor. Well, not as a contributor and as the identifier to that work. I I read that um, a really great explanations for what hustle culture means, and they said the hustle culture is putting at the center of your life work Mm, above all else. And again, we know that all of us, irrespective of where you are in your financial wherewithal, mm-hmm. we need to work to to survive. Some of us need it to literally survive day to day, week to week, and others don't. But that doesn't mean that the that the mentality, the belief system, our shared belief system of why we have to work so hard, mm-hmm. is any different. Right, uh, and we glorify. Um, constantly working constantly engaged and we we have very negative conversations with ourselves and almost self-deprecating conversations with ourselves we're not enough we're not doing Mm -hmm. enough we're not being enough and i know i talk about it from the from the female perspective a lot obviously because that's how i identify but i was thinking about this last night what about men that must be at historically although uh, generationally has changed but for men i think 
for many years and centuries, the pressure to work and deliver and give and be strong mm-hmm. and not break is probably at a whole different stratosphere. Well, especially I think if you're working in a fast-paced atmosphere. Mm-hmm. When I started in the news business and I dropped into that newsroom, I felt like the treadmill underneath me was moving and I had to mm-hmm. go with it. Mm-hmm. And you had to work hard. You had to say yes. You're constantly pushing yourself beyond your own boundaries just to survive and see where you fit in all this and see if that's enough because you see a lot of people that are tired at work. You see people that do mm-hmm. work hard and, and juggle family life mm-hmm. and childcare and perhaps a second job or, or whatnot. And or it's not caring easy. for their elderly parents. That's right. right. Uh, mm-hmm. Extended families. Well, I yep. think if you're if you're single, if you have a family, then the pressure is even is multiplied mm-hmm. because you're the provider usually or you're providing for someone other than yourself. Mm-hmm. So the trade-off usually for that hard work usually is the family, sadly, mm-hmm. because you can't be in two places at once and a lot of men will sacrifice the time that they could spend with their family to work. And isn't that interesting that we as a country, and, and I believe in this and I agree with this, that we glorify, we talk about family first, where we talk mm-hmm. about that being at the core of our values is is family, but yet in order to be successful, the way our work life balance has been structured so far mm-hmm. is to sacrifice the family, to sacrifice everything else. Uh-huh. Think of, I always go to movies, even though I don't watch a lot of them, but these are older <laughs> movies. Think of the movies of the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s where the, um, the, 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 the male protagonist or even the female, like in the movie um, uh, Baby Boom, remember with Diane Keaton? Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. proud that she didn't have kids. She, was, she never wanted to have a kid because mm-hmm. it was all about the career, all about right. making money, all about success. She was known as the tiger, right? The tiger lady because... She just worked, and at that point, women had to morph into being male-like mm-hmm. um, in order to to succeed. And and at one side of our mouth, we were talking about how important family is, and that's how we define ourselves as a nation. But on the other side, that's we expected you to work against it, be rewarded for it, and only succeed if you sacrifice them. That's so interesting that you say that. I just saw a post on social media recently mm-hmm. from Reverend T.D. Jakes. I don't know if you know who no, that I is. No, I don't know who that is. But he's a, an African-American oh. uh, pastor. He's mm-hmm. got a huge following. Mm-hmm. And he made some similar comments oh, about really? um, how women today are celebrated for being more like men than like women. Mm-hmm. And that they spend a lot, well, that society today mm-hmm. um, celebrates the fact that women are independent and that they don't need men. Mm-hmm. And for in order for them to do that, they have to embrace the masculine sides of their personality, mm-hmm. to be aggressive, to be more um, self-centered, to be less empathetic, all characteristics, tough, mm-hmm. yeah. to mm-hmm. be tough. Interesting. Interesting. You know, I... First of all, there's a lot of pieces to what you're saying that I really identify with. And But as a side note, I will say I'm glad that it, it was a pastor who said this right. because I am sure he is leaning on God to deal with all the comments he's getting yes, he's from getting making those comments. I'm sure he's getting a lot of backlash. And I think that I'll, I'll break it down like this because this brings up so many different points that we think about mm-hmm. in 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 our podcast and as friends that mm-hmm. we share with each other because we are each other's 
you guys are my barometer to keeping myself on the on the side of the same street mm-hmm. and so i yes it's interesting that it's coming back full circle we thought we were evolving out of that that from the 80s and the 90s the, mm-hmm. the era that i came into the professional world where we had to be men like even our shoulder pallets our clothes our yeah. our suits suit right? mm-hmm. all of it we had to be like i was saying um in that movie we had to be very male like we had mm-hmm. to speak in a male vocabulary and at the at i think at the at the center of this is how do we as people, because it's not just about women, but it's more acutely seen in women, how do we as people own our own power, our own ability, and keep softness, keep what's authentic to us? How do I achieve what I want to achieve in the world and take care of myself mm-hmm. without having to sacrifice right. all aspects of myself? Because at the end of the day, instead of getting mad at this pastor, we had just... To stop and listen and say, I think he's trying to tell us that we should be kinder to ourselves. We should love ourselves. We should embrace all of us. We should Mm -hmm. not allow society to dictate how I have to look, be, and feel and be judgmental of others in order to feel good about myself. Because I think just from what you shared, I've learned how to do that. Mm -hmm. I've told myself that I don't need a man in my life. Right. I don't think that's why I'm divorced, although, you know. uh, But the truth of it is I need... I need people in my life. I need mm-hmm. love and friendship and companionship in my life. I don't need someone to pay for my mortgage because I am capable, but I believe in a in a loving environment. It should be about building a life together. I think building yeah. a life together with someone is infinitely more interesting mm-hmm. for me than building it alone. But I also know that mm-hmm. I, as like, I was not able to... Sp- dedicate those five minutes of downtown, I can imagine how hard it must be for me to have somebody in my life that can wait around for me to soften the edges that I have to build every day to go out and battle it out yeah. in the professional world. And what world. if that's all you know? I mean, you've been yeah. doing this for so long. That's been Correct. your armor for so long. How do you pivot? How do you change? And how do, we, mm-hmm. how do we change the reward structure? Because that's what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. We have to change the system. Because we can try and change ourselves, but if the system doesn't change... If the infrastructure of how we're rewarded and how we're mm-hmm. supported, we can't because that's the, it's like, what is that? The, the, the system is rigged. Mm-hmm. So I think companies yeah. now being more mindful in providing an environment where they, they, they recognize that people need downtime, people need to be recharged, people mm-hmm. need to, to have mental, mental health support. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus, our support of maternity leave is one of the worst on the planet right of developed mm-hmm. nations one mm-hmm. of the worst but we're families first remember that's that's right that's what we're told and that's what we think and you hear it too in the office my family comes first my kids come first and um it doesn't always because the, we don't allow them as we don't allow them to make that choice because we say yes isn't that wonderful but here's but. the choice you have to make. Mm, right. It's but. unspoken or spoken. And these tiny little microaggressions also that happen yes. uh, through social media, t- through peer pressure, through... Um, I was reading something about these... Let uh, uh, me see if I can get the word right. Celebrinners, celeb- like celebrity entrepreneurs on, on TikTok, people that just are celebrities and entrepreneurs because they were famous oh. from influencers a, i guess well, i guess they started a business because of their influence correct mm-hmm. correct 
that is also creating an image of being able to be very successful very quickly adored you get all the 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 the, the perks of being a celebrity very uh, quickly, very quickly mm-hmm. and the benefits of money without really doing something you just got really lucky and influenced maybe you have great posts that is also adding more and more pressure on people because it's so visual and always looking perfect all of that weighs i think particularly on on women yes mhm and for men, I think also there is a lot of um, pressure too. I mean, I think men compare each, each other to yes. other men and who's working longer, who has more responsibilities and who's making more, who's making less. It's 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 hard to step back from that grind culture. If, if like I was telling you uh, last week, uh, the last episode, that um, when I first started in the, in the news business, I felt that if I didn't work hard, if I didn't push, I was feeling already so far behind mm-hmm. from other people already in the business that, I mean, I just went full throttle all the time because I wanted to be seen as, correct. you know, I didn't want to, what's his imposter's syndrome mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be seen as what I, what I was, which was at the time a, a, a general assignment reporter, that I could do the job, that I could work hard, that I was available. And it, it's hard to step away from that. And when others see it and, and people come to you and they say, wow, because I started pretty young. I yeah. started off right out of college at 24. I was on TV. I would always get these younger people come through and they wanted to know my story and how I did it. And my story always started the same way. It was hard work. Mm-hmm. You had to put in you know, hard work. You had to get down to brass tacks. You had to do the best you could for them to see you in a certain light. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know. I remember you told me a long time ago, mm-hmm. we've known each other more than 20 years, you told me yeah. when you were doing the, the re- reporting, you said to me, you said, I'm the guy that always says yes. And it's, that's right. And no matter what the assignment was. And when it came time for me to transition to the anchor desk, I remember going in to see our executive producer who was in charge of scheduling. And I said to him, I said, Jason, whenever somebody's out sick, mm-hmm. whenever somebody's out Holidays. last second, I want to be your first call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that meant putting everything else mm-hmm. on, hold. on hold if I was a day off, if it was this and that. It eventually did work out. So in, in that in that regard, I did feel that my being that type of, mm-hmm. of, of employee worked in my benefit. But I did, you know. You put your career at the center yeah, of everything mm-hmm. else. Your family, mm-hmm. travel, time off, Relationships. Rest, I relationship. had no time for that. I and, remember that. And just like you were saying about not needing men in your life, I used my job too. Even my mother, when people would ask her, you know, hey, is your son seeing somebody or is he married or whatever? Her excuse was always like, his work just keeps him so busy. He doesn't have time for mm-hmm. it. So it just becomes... All encompassing. All encompassing. It becomes just your your reality. Your your it. Your and all of us buy into it. Your your own support all, structure yes. Yes. buy into that, and and, uh-huh. it, and by buying into it, they continue to give it value mm-hmm. and and truth. Mm-hmm. And so why why would we change? And but yeah. we get to the inevitable point of exhaustion, uh-huh. and I I think that that's why um, I think that that's why so many of us. As, as we know, culturally wake up at one point and say, you know, mm-hmm. when all is said and done, what does it all say? Mm-hmm. What, well, is, what does this all mean? What I did think, I do it for? And I think, too, whether it's news or financial services or recruiting, um, people in the same business kind mm-hmm. of validate each other. Of course, we you, have to. You know that people in your business work just as hard. Mm-hmm. I know people in my business work just as hard. Sean, you know 
people work just as hard in exactly what you do. So we're all kind of validating each other in this grind culture. So it's really tough to study. There is no industry that is immune to it. Think of what we ask of teachers. Mm-hmm. And we then we don't even pay them. Mm-hmm. All We have had teachers on, on, our, on our show. Right. Uh, and all of them have this one thing in common. They all spend a lot of hours of their free time. Mm-hmm. Their money too. And mm-hmm. their money mm-hmm. to do what we ask for them to do with our children. And we all know this, but yet it hasn't changed. Yeah. How, how do we keep yeah. doing that? And we know it, and not only that, but it's just become part of the reality. Oh, yeah, yes. teachers spend their own money to buy construction paper and crayons. And pencils and, pencils and paper. And, and there's some kids that come into class that don't have the, the supplies, and they have to step in and do that. I mean, it's it's sad that that's just mm-hmm. become the norm. That's become the norm. Mm-hmm. My sister was telling me um, she's wonderful. She's pretty much retired. She does work with me. Was uh, she the on one that worked for the school board? Uh, no, this is another. That's my other sister. Mm-hmm. This is my sister Carlotta, who is an extraordinary human being. She's tough as nails, uh, but she's an extraordinary human being, mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. always helping. She does work for me on a part-time basis. Takes care of other aspects of my business, but. Uh, a dear friend of ours who is who grew up with my nieces and nephews she's the principal of a, a middle school and she's an extraordinary mm-hmm. woman she asked her if she could volunteer at the school today because it's the I guess the orientation for the next school year mm-hmm. and this principal does she pre- creates binders for every kid she has them color coded she adds the school calendar everything you need to know so the uh-huh. parent to trying to hold the parents accountable okay and my sister said, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll go volunteer. And, and uh, even though obviously she doesn't have any small kids. And she's selling T-shirts for the school and for $5. Mm-hmm. This is Arizona, of course, not California. And she says, you know, Jeanette, what do you do with, with the money from this? She said, oh, I put it in this, in, this, um, you know, in this pool of money for if we need to do special events for the kids or for running out of this or if a classroom needs that. Again, just to, to help out. And she said, mm-hmm. or... There have been times when kids show up and they don't have shoes or their shoes are worn or they don't mm-hmm. have a coat. Mm-hmm. She takes that money to help children. I mean, it is extraordinary. And the, all of this comes out of her energy, her effort, her pocket, volunteer support, which is wonderful to volunteer, and I and I, we support it. But why do these people, why are they not compensated? Mm-hmm. Why are they not supported in order to do that? Because she's doing all of this to prepare for this on her downtime. And why doesn't it change, right? It's just because that's we the accept reality, it. Right. We've right. accepted it. We've accepted it and, and it's hard to change. But taking moments from from our schedule to try and change, having love and support from friends mm-hmm. like you telling me that the value of those five minutes to to find <laughs> some downtime for all of us, and yeah. mean something to me. Mm-hmm. And recognizing um, that hearing hard truth sometimes is is painful mm-hmm. when you started saying this about this this pastor i you know i started having certain emotional reactions right because we feel first and foremost judged mm-hmm. and then we feel challenged that we're trying to be disempowered mm-hmm. but at the end of it i can also choose to hear well of course i know it's true because in in the quiet moments in my house by myself i i'm saying to myself i want to lean into ease I don't want to be so tough. Mm-hmm. I don't want to grind mm-hmm. it out all the time. Well, and then the fear too, right? For your clients, if if they notice something different in you, mm-hmm. are you not the same tough lady who's going to get me results? Correct. That has to cross your mind too, right? Correct. And 
this is where I think companies and the human beings mm -hmm. who run the companies mm -hmm. can make different, more empathetic choices. Mm -hmm. Because we, there's this, as we've talked about before, there's a movement of a, of a, a four day work week to mm -hmm. really allow people mm -hmm. to not be counting down the 48 hours. I had never thought about that way, Juan. Because oh, I always we have every second of the, of the, of the, of the work week uh, figured out. <laughs> That's funny. It's become actually a sad, game for but us, funny. But yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, gamification of overwork. <laughs> uh, and so I, I, I think that if we if we really think about, so if we asking people to be more energized, more creative, and not expecting to overwork these hours. Statistically, mm -hmm. it is proven that people who come back and work maybe even less hours, I'm not saying less than an eight-hour work day, but more focus, there's more clarity of direction, there's more clarity of purpose, there's more support, mm -hmm. there's more time to re-energize. People are more productive. People mm -hmm. are more creative. People are more innovative. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I, I think it's great. And I think your, your company, Juan, recently made some really what i think are really impressive up you know applause to them for for taking this bold move yeah you know what um a lot of companies including um cbs viacom paramount right um they're having trouble finding people everybody is um to come in no and one's to immune. work for them so they've started adding different benefits and um for example i'll just read just a couple off the list here that they consistently put out there in mm -hmm. social media to help get some of these younger uh, people interested in working for the company. For mm. example, 12 weeks of paid parental leave, right? Wow. That's 12 weeks wow. is... What's the average? What did months. it used to be before? I think it's six weeks. Maybe. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Think mm -hmm. of think of that. Think of a mother leaving their newborn baby at six weeks. Right. And this is for fostering, adoption, wow. and any sort of... Um, if, if a child has some sort of a disability or, or whatnot, you get an additional six to eight weeks. That's fantastic. So, Special that, need. That would, if I was considering uh, a parenting, that would be something that would interest me a great mm -hmm. deal. Also, um, six weeks of paid caregiving uh, leave. Oh, wonderful. You know, especially the older we get in the workforce, our parents get older, family members get older. They give you that opportunity. Or to, COVID. Or COVID. Right, yeah. Exactly. And this one, I know um, a lot of the, the, the ladies I work with uh, were interested in, which was up to $30,000 for surrogacy and for adoption reimbursement. So a lot of a lot of women are, are, are looking into that who aren't married who want to start their. Own I'm going to stop you right there, Juan, and I'm going to talk about the importance of that. Okay. And I really want to underscore this okay. because this speaks to a unique challenge that women have, and as go, going back to this grind culture, mm -hmm. we women have had to delay having children, and some of us chose never to have children mm -hmm. because in it is we have known these stats have been there for 30 years. Unfortunately, when you hit that cadence of your career where you're taking on more responsibility, mm -hmm. you're a middle manager, mm -hmm. you want to promote to senior vice president or whatever the, the, the title is off, yeah. it is in your mid 30s. You've been out of college or you've been in the workforce long enough. And guess what? It's in your middle to 30s that as women, biologically, you better start thinking about having kids to because you can see the minute you hit is at what 34 35 mm -hmm. biologically your risk of not having a healthy pregnancy mm -hmm. having a child born with some pretty pretty just awful uh, disabilities that who wants to put themselves in a child through that increase exponentially mm -hmm. right and the and the trauma to your body so allowing for for 
surrogacy or or allowing for the cost of maybe having an in vitro or freezing mm-hmm. your eggs right fertility services that, right? a lot of companies are yes that. that allows mm-hmm. women that is how we give parity to women right. and see them as equals right. that a good friend of mine she just um few years ago started working for Amazon mm-hmm. right underneath mm-hmm. the ring cameras which is owned by Amazon mm-hmm. and she is in that mid to late 30s um, part of her life and she went in and she used the benefits they have similar benefits and she froze her eggs um, yeah. she was single at the time she didn't want to you know take a chance mm-hmm. now she's in a relationship she feels pretty good she likes this guy she's putting the, Wonderful. Um, you know, the artificial insemination and whatnot on hold. But she has that done and she felt empowered that she could do that and that her company allowed her to do that, too. And, and bravo to to your your company for, for doing those things. Yeah. That is really yeah. giving mm-hmm. treating people with dignity, with equality. If you want people to work really hard for you and give it their all while they're there, you and what they sacrifice in order to do that, that is recognizing the whole human. Right. Mm-hmm. And you feel valued at work. You feel valued Absolutely. at your yeah. Absolutely. These types of wellness programs. So we talk about how do we change? How do we change from this grind culture? How do we how do we rest? How do we become um, hap- at the end happier human beings mm-hmm. and, and live mm-hmm. a life that we're proud of, that suits us, that makes us happy? We cannot do it unless the machine changes. Right. Because right. and and the the trick the, 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 the little piece of information that in corporate America and the business world needs to understand is that the tail is going to start wagging the dog and the tail right. is the workforce. Mm-hmm. Right. As we're seeing it with people walking off of their jobs or going somewhere else yeah. that provides those kinds of well, benefits. And you know, there's still people who worry. I know somebody who recently, after many years of trying, um, became pregnant. Wonderful. And um, the concern is now... I'm going to be off for 13 weeks on maternity leave. What's going to happen to my position mm-hmm. when I come back? Are they going to switch my shift or this and that? I mean, it's it's still, you know, even with companies that do their best to to sh- put their best foot forward, there's mm-hmm. still some of that concern. I'd be worried if I was gone from work for a very mm-hmm. long time that I'd come back to a different workplace. Because it's not a one and done. Life is mm-hmm. not a one and done. Right. You didn't you didn't hit a home run when you were playing, you know, whatever little league baseball I'm trying to get my metaphors right <laughs> right and say i'm done for life i hit a home run yeah. I, you know i'm good i don't have to do anything else in life it's ever changing ever accomplishing uh, you know once two steps forward hopefully and maybe just one back 10 steps forward three steps mm-hmm. back and we have to be relentless about it we have to be committed to it we can't let it break us down and yeah. the best way to do that is that we do it together the good thing is these younger generations the z's and the mm-hmm. millennials are really the ones pushing all this forward and mm-hmm. i've talked about this before mm-hmm. the gen xers like like us i've had a lot of benefit from them being so you know assertive about right. it forward yes and assertive about it yeah. but we have to be the win in their back juan yeah. they can't just be the winner we have to be the win in their back and we have to be the that ones that sense. that support them and guide them and also tolerate their differences and guide them because mm-hmm. for yeah. a lot of them this hustle grind culture is glorified they mm-hmm. see this as as um their way to making it mm-hmm. so for them i don't know if they necessarily see the negative side of it now because yes. a they're young yeah. they have the energy but they have all yeah. the energy yeah and i think them. you're right sean i didn't see the negative part of it i mean when i first came here 
I remember working through so many Thanksgivings and Christmases and mm-hmm. going back to Florida in mm-hmm. January saying, well, you know, they need to see me in this role so that I'm visible. And, you know, 27 years later, you know, I can't make up for those 10 years no. that I never went home for Christmas. No. Um, so Especially when your mm-hmm. dad is gone. Yeah. And then back then, what were you thinking? This is, you, you said you're caught up in the grind culture. You're caught up in your goals. Mm-hmm. And, and, and people did validate my feelings. Of even, course. Even my, my, my parents would make, you know, they'd make me feel better about it. They're like, no, this is good. It's good for his career for him to do this. Well, Juan, children of immigrants, we, yeah. you and yeah. I are children of immigrants. Mm-hmm. We have another layer versus you, Sean, that your family has been in the U.S. far longer, right? Mm-hmm. Multigenerationally. Do you um, know how many generations, Sean? Mm-hmm. No, no. Okay. So, nice. but for us, we have this other added layer pressure of, for every immigrant, family the story is something like we left our homeland to come and have mm-hmm. a better life to give mm-hmm. you the opportunity to have a better life so you better work really hard mm-hmm. so you can have a better life mm-hmm. it is both spoken and unspoken mm-hmm. so we have that other added layer and it's again we're not saying that we should all just you know sit on the couch for seven hours a day it is like everything is finding a better midpoint finding mm-hmm. even if it's just five minutes or a different way that we talk to ourselves and we talk to each other the patience and the compassion we have for each other that we celebrate yeah. women who want to take some time off who want to take you know what is it now six weeks or how many weeks you said mm-hmm. off to for maternity Thir- 13 weeks. 13 weeks mm-hmm. that's amazing listen i'd love i do a lot of i help a lot of animal rescue uh, people you you don't even separate the 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 newborn puppies and kittens from the That's mama right. for three mm-hmm. months mm-hmm. and we ask mothers to go back after you and know hand their baby over to a, yes. to a caregiver yeah to a caregiver you know there's just it goes back to yeah. what do we value and above all how do we value ourselves how do we value this thing that we call the human experience that we're trying to have and we're having with each other and we can't really do it well until we start changing yeah. the machine. Yes. How do we reconstruct these systems that to reflect our values? Yes. And it's happening, though. It's happening very, very slowly. But even this conversation we're having today mm-hmm. is part of it. I think we all leave here and, and take a little bit of, of what we've talked about and and think about it. And it makes a big difference. Right? And responsibility on people like me and people like yeah. you, Sean, who we own businesses. Mm-hmm. We have to set the example. And for you, Juan, who have such a great platform with obviously a, a company that is making some really yeah. wonderful, admirable, mm-hmm. bravo changes yeah. is part of that part of that yeah. change. And Be- you guys were talking about being the wind, uh, you know, behind some of these younger people. I just had a text message earlier this week from a reporter who used to be a, a PA mm-hmm. um, here in town. Personal he was a assistant? Is that production. Was that is? Production, production assistant. assistant. So he was the one who would bring the scripts to the set. Uh, uh, he'd run, they'd run the teleprompter, uh, put the toner in the, mm-hmm. in the, whatever you know, needs the to be machines, done. Whatever They're really fun stuff. Yeah. But you know, I, I saw a lot of me and him cause he was really dynamite and he ended up getting a job in Chico, California mm. as a reporter. And he eventually <laughs> ended up in Fresno. So now he's in Fresno and now he's starting, you know, he's, he's worked hard, he's, and now he's starting to hit a few, Aww. you know, potholes in the road. And he's like, do you have time this week to talk? And I made myself available mm-hmm. today to talk to him. And I do want to build him up yes. because, you know, I do have experience and I see more of the, the exit door in my mm-hmm. career than I do, you know, mm-hmm. the journey at this point because I've been in it for so long. But he's there at the beginning and, and talking as we've been talking today, I'm, I'm really making a point of, 
of listening to what he has to say and, and building him up as best he can because he's loving what he's doing and he's doing a great job too. See, we can yeah. all change. Change has to come from within, first within ourselves. Mm -hmm. We yeah. have to face the, the pretty and the not so pretty truths about mm -hmm. the choices mm -hmm. we have made, the choices we have supported in others and the change we want to see. But then we have to then keep moving to create the change in, in the work in, in the workforce, in, in the infrastructure, in the companies, mm -hmm. in the businesses, mm -hmm. and what we expect from them. And then even a more important one is the policies and the procedures mm -hmm. and the rules and the laws that are in the book mm -hmm. that support yeah. uh, people's rights to live a life with dignity and with health and with happiness, all the while being productive. Because one thing is true about us being Americans. We love stuff. We love to own stuff, mm -hmm. and we love to do stuff. Mm -hmm. And we can do it all. Mm -hmm. We can do it all, and there's really no point on looking back. I mean, unless mm -hmm. it's to learn a lesson to learn? or mm -hmm. to, to reflect on something. But I was hearing something, some, this week I heard something similar to that about living in the now mm -hmm. and looking always forward, mm -hmm. which I think we are doing. I think we're so. Trying to do. We're trying to do. And, and the looking forward part is the tricky part, mm -hmm. is the looking forward... Uh, with honesty, with the commitment, because it's really easy to become uh, sidetracked or become disillusioned or mm -hmm. become exhausted or detracted or swayed to look at things in a different mm -hmm. way. We have to stay to that true north. We have yes. to stay to our compass. And it's okay to be disillusioned. It's okay to be upset at the company mm -hmm. you're working for for the day and, yes. and think that maybe Monday things will be better. And turn to a community of people that have your best interests at heart, mm -hmm. that will tell you the truth when you don't even want to face it, but that will continue to be like you are to this young gentleman. Yeah. Um, a support and a sage voice and someone that says, I believe in you, you can achieve what you want, mm -hmm. and here's some, a little yeah. bit of wisdom that I've learned right. in my That's life. Right. And your grind culture, not only bad for us personally, but also for companies, mm -hmm. right? Companies don't want to have this grind culture. We were reading some of the research Sean gave us about um, you know, employees start making way too many mistakes mm -hmm. um, when they have this grind culture. We talked about um, employees going on autopilot, and it, in the end, ends up costing the companies a lot more money. Yeah, because There's, eventually they're yeah, going to leave. Higher and then turnover. They're going to have to retrain, rehire. Exactly. And it goes back to the individual taking the long mm -hmm. view, right? Companies right. have to have the long view. They might get a, a, a boost in the short term because sometimes everybody has to be all hands on deck if there's a crisis. Mm -hmm. We get that, just like in anything in life. Mm -hmm. But if you if companies take the long view of being around for a long period of time, they would take it their approach to creating a healthy culture where people are are thriving and happy mm -hmm. is in parallel with us creating healthy habits in our life. So we can live a long life of of not only prosperity in terms of taking care of ourselves financially, but being happy, engaged people that we actually get to enjoy our life, not just work to mm -hmm. potentially have a life. Mm -hmm. So imagine fast forward to several generations mm -hmm. um, ahead of us. It's going to be great. It should be great if, if we all start changing now, right? That's right. Every generation should have a better place in the uh, on this planet. As long as they are aware and conscious and trying to strive for that goal. Mm -hmm. It's not a mindless journey. And a lot of us do fall into that mindlessness, I think, right? The yeah. autopilot. The mm -hmm. autopilot. Just existing instead of living, right? So the work is ahead of us. So if we're already used to working hard, let's work hard for a better place 
for us to have in our life. And as we've been mentioning, this is just the start of this conversation. That's why we're right? doing this in, in multiple in multiple stages and yeah. multiple discussions. Little yeah. morsels at a time because it is a lot to take in, don't you think? Yeah. I mean I couldn't even do five minutes. So <laughs> I I am committed to next time I will have five minutes of young and the restless as soon as I learn yes. how to work uh-huh. my T V. So until then, until next time, right? Use your hundred or thousand four hundred minutes forty in a day? minutes wisely. That's right. Each day, 1,441 minutes. So take five minutes for you. And that will bring us to the end of another episode of Ends With Z. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please share and tell your friends. You can find out more about us at endswithz.com. For Cecile Munoz and executive producer Sean Moe, I'm Juan Fernandez. Have a good one because above all else, you matter.